Welcome to Nintrafish Podcast Number Six, where Nintrafish editorial team discusses the most compelling seafood news stories. I'm reporter Kim Tran, editor Rachel Mother, and I attended the 2016 China Seafood and Fisheries Expo, which Nintrafish was the official media sponsor of. In this podcast, we talk about the takeaways from the companies we spoke to during the expo. Well, Kim and I are at the China Show this week in Qingdao. As always, it's a overwhelmingly massive event.、Um, I think what we both noticed this year is the increasing number of international companies that are at the show. I mean, that's been growing. I've been coming to the show for maybe ten, eleven years now, and that's grown every year I've come. So this year, the overseas companies now account for about a third of the show's exhibit space.、Wow. Um, the show has twenty-two national pavilions this year. Is this the first year that Spain has had a pavilion at the show? It's been quite a while since they've had a presence at this expo, and I met with them along with a few Spanish companies, and they all told me they were, they feel this is the time to get into the Chinese markets.、Um, they have been doing a lot of research. They said that there were several challenges to get into the Chinese markets:、um, a lot of bureaucratic red tape. You have to be approved. Not only the company has to be approved, but the products as well. And on top of that, a lot of the Spanish companies needed to get an idea of what the demand is and where they can find a fit in the Chinese market. Yeah, I mean, I think the sense I got from people I spoke to is that certainly the Chinese market can be intimidating, and they've definitely、uh, increased their regulations on imported seafood recently, which is posing some more challenges for these companies. But that is not. Stopping companies entering this market because it is it is worth a lot of money and is and is growing, despite its its slightly slowing economy. That the economy is still definitely growing, so there's definitely potential there. I spoke to a number of big international companies who have recently entered the Chinese market. I spoke to Nisui, a huge Japanese company,、um, who have been processing in China for a long time and exporting back to the Japanese market. Uh, but have recently started selling onto the Chinese market also, and interestingly, they're seeing a lot of potential for their their farmed bluefin tuna,、uh, which they recently started doing.、Um, they're getting good prices, the same as in Japan apparently, and also for kind of mid-range、uh, canned products. Kim, what products were Spain looking particularly to import into China? So I spoke to Jaime Soriano, and. They were dealing with a lot of shrimp, and they felt there was a place in the market for their shrimp.、Um, they said the Chinese consumers are now looking for high quality, which is something that they can、um, provide. Another company who had the same mindset was Alfrio. They are looking to push their ocean-raised sea bass into the Chinese market.、Uh, they said that they're looking to differentiate from. A lot of the other sea bass in Europe, they told me, mostly farmed in the Mediterranean.、Uh, one of the larger companies that I spoke to, Minfu,、uh, they said that they plan to, in the next couple of years, dive into the Chinese market.、Um, they see a lot of huge potential there, especially with their black tiger shrimp. And right now, they export less than one percent of their product to China, but they're hoping. To grow that percentage, and they say it has、um, the possibility to be as strong as their U.S. export markets. So Minfu said that a lot of the shrimp, the Vaname shrimp, 
going into China right now is from Ecuador, and they feel they can directly compete with Ecuador on that because they do have the advantage of being closer to China. That's interesting. I mean, Ecuador has seen an amazing increase、uh, in its Chinese market. It went from virtually nothing four years ago. Now, fifty percent of its product of its of its shrimp is going to China. It will be interesting to see if people can compete with them because their product is very specific and and unique in that it is farmed in a very low density model, and that's their marketing story to the Chinese. It's it's a higher end shrimp, a higher price is paid for it, and not many other countries farm to that low density model. Although I know Minfu has some、uh, organic operations, so maybe that's somewhere where they could. Definitely、uh, find some product for China.、Um, I do think that the story behind seafood was something I constantly heard about. The Chinese consumers are now looking for higher quality seafood, and they're willing to pay for it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and as you say, I think there's wariness in China、uh, more so than any other market about the safety of the food that they eat.、Um, And a lot of Chinese consumers now are worried about Chinese product, where it's come from, what's been put into it,、uh, how it's been produced. So imports、um, are doing very well, especially higher end imports, where they're willing to pay a price premium for safe product with a story behind it. I agree.、Um, sustainability and traceability were two big takeaways that I、um, constantly heard throughout this expo. One company told me. That、uh, food safety scare a few years ago with Chinese seafood actually made a lot of consumers lose trust in local Chinese seafood, and now made them turn toward imported, higher quality, traceable seafood. And of course, it's not just shrimp that this applies to.、Um, I spoke to an interesting joint venture between four Chilean salmon producers who are having great success. In the Chinese market, with larger sized、uh, Chilean salmon, like six kilos plus. So this joint venture, New World Currents,、uh, which is a, a teaming together of four Chilean producers, Australis, Kamanchaka, Blumar, and Yadran, they started two, three years ago, air freighting fresh Chilean salmon into China. Their imports have grown, grew sixty percent.、Um, In 2014, which is which is quite something, and they are selling through various channels, through partnerships with distributors, but also now they're looking at, at online sales,、uh, which is which is a big deal in China. A lot of food is sold online,、um, which makes China pretty unusual in the world market. I actually went over to Pavilion、um, for Canada, and I definitely heard the same story over there.、Um, The Canadian Aquaculture Industry Alliance said that many of their companies are projecting to double their imports to China this year, and the alliance also、um, just launched a day before the expo began a promotion with JD Fresh, which is an online e-commerce、um, site. Canadian-based、uh, Cook Aquaculture also launched a promotion as well the day before the expo with WeChat. Yeah, WeChat is. Is like the WhatsApp of China, but it's, but it does more than WhatsApp does. It's a messaging service, but it's also kind of a platform for. It's a social and business platform、yeah. for China. Yeah, Kim, you went to a you went to a launch with G Fresh. 
GFresh announced they raised $20 million worth of funding from Alibaba and Legend Capital. Those are two very large venture capitals in um, in China. And they also announced today that they will be launching a new version of their app, Android and iOS. The new app has a lot of new features, very, very user-friendly features for both buyers and sellers. So the new app has several new initiatives. Um, it includes an international logistics tracking system, an inspection service, um, a GFresh reverse auction model for seafood, um, which was very interactive. He demoed it during the event today. And also GPay, which is an escrow account for payment. Um, so there will never be any issues with debt or non-payments. All in all, the GFresh app definitely seems like there's a lot of potential there, especially now with this $20 million boost. It just shows that e-commerce seems to be the way forward, especially enough for investors to be pumping that amount of money into it. Not just GFresh, but all the other e-commerce platforms in China seems to be the um, overarching mes message amongst all the people we spoke to during the China Seafood Show. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, our takeaway from the first two days has been that China is an expanding market. It's a market where people want to be with high quality products, with a story behind them, and that consumers are willing to pay for that. So that's it for this edition of the Interfish podcast. If you haven't yet, register for our upcoming event, the Interfish Seafood Investor Forum on Wednesday, November 30th in London. Go to intrafishevents.com for more information. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media outlets. But the best place to keep up with seafood news is intrafish.com and signing up for one of our many newsletters. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.